welcome to the Daring Designers Club. If you're listening, you are now a member. And listening along to the podcast, you're going to hear all about running a successful, sustainable design business, which doesn't just keep your bank balance happy, but also makes you a happy business owner. We're going to talk portfolios, design process, pricing, clients, admin, marketing, and everything that goes into running a design business, as well as mixing in some interviews with design experts who've done it all before. I can't wait to help you with any topic you need a boost with. And if you want to hear more from me, head to at GattoWeb on Instagram or GattoWeb.com where you can find more resources for designers in the form of workshops, blog posts, ebooks, and more. Let's get into today's episode. Hello designers. This is a really exciting episode because this is the first guest episode of 2023 and I'm really, really excited to share this one with you. I really hope you enjoy it. Today I'm chatting with Alice from the Creative Babes Club. Alice is a creative energy mentor who helps creatives, including designers, to protect their energy and feel aligned with the passion behind your creativity. I love what Alice does with the Creative Babes Club and her focus on the well-being of creatives but also around their businesses as well. The way that Alice talks about this topic is really lovely as well. Um, She takes something that can sometimes feel a little bit woo, which she says herself, um, which can be off-putting for some people. But just as I do, Alice uses really easy to follow analogies and explanations. You'll know that I love an analogy that make it so clear how energy and creativity is so important to prioritise. And this chat is a really lovely one about how you as a creative and as a business owner can make sure that you're setting boundaries and putting yourself and your creative energy first in your business. I really, really hope you enjoy this episode. Make sure you head over to the show notes to find out more about Alice and the Creative Babes Club. And yeah, I will be back soon with another episode. Hi, Alice. Hi, how are you? I'm really good. How are you? I'm well thank you I'm excited for this chat. Yeah me too I've been really looking forward to chatting with you I know we both kind of follow along with each other on Instagram and I love hearing you talk about creativity and everything that you chat about would you like to give me a quick introduction? Of course so hi I'm Alice I'm the one woman team of the Creative Babes Club which is a creative community all focused all centered for you the creative Um, And I'm also a creative energy mentor and I do one-to-one mentoring, workshops, talks to help you, the creative, creative business owner, feel more creative in your business, in your day-to-day and really help you to prioritise filling up your creative cup and feeling energised and aligned in your creative business. Amazing. Love that. (laughs) Well, here we're obviously a big group generally of designers, so kind of as creative as you can get and I know particularly myself as a designer and um, that's where I sort of like started this other business also mentoring creatives Um, I know that creativity is not necessarily like a an unlimited resource it's something that we do have to preserve and look after and um, you mentioned there a phrase filling your creative cup do you want to go into that a little bit further yeah so it can be it can seem quite woo-woo, the topic of energy and creativity, 
And when you're a creative business owner and you've got your you're running your business, growing your business, the creative side can seem to fall to the wayside. And this is what I call the creativity dilemma. And it's where you love something, you've got your creative thing, you're passionate about it. So then you start your creative business. And as your business grows and your to-do list gets longer, as it inevitably does, and um, we can experience the creative blocks more, creative burnouts, or just simply not have the time to think about creating just because, or even have the moments to stop, reflect, and think, how am I feeling energy-wise? How is my creativity? Am I in my creative flow? Are the ideas coming? Am I feeling inspired? Or does things seem very mechanical to-do list tasks and all of that so I like to and you'll if you follow Creative Babes Club or you listen to me talk wherever I am um, I talk about and refer to the creative cup a lot and if you were to like the most basic analogy is think of a cup it could be a gorgeous mug or a cocktail glass or just a really basic um, glass of, or a cup where think of it as a full cup and then with every to-do list task that you put off or every time you said no, sorry, so when you've said yes, it should have been a no, or you've not followed your gut, your intuition, or you just, you haven't given yourself that time to fill up your creative juices. Um, if you're feeling drained, burnt out, whatever it may be, imagine with every low vibe feeling, every low vibe action, the cup's been knocked and it might be a little tap or it might be a massive knock. And with every low vibe energy, every lack of creativity moment, um, your cup gets knocked and knocked and it splashes out more. So it becomes less and less full. And this is a really basic way of looking at our creativity levels, our energy levels. And if we're running on empty, this is where the things can go, like all the wobbles come in, in a critical voice, we don't listen to our boundaries, don't follow them, don't honour them, and we can feel really unaligned and it's just not a really vibey place to be. Yeah, I can really, really relate to that. I love that um, analogy for, for so many things, but I think creativity in particular it's I love that you mentioned the term wobbles as well I use the term wobbles a lot because especially paired with that thought of like wobbling your cup and knocking some of that oh. like creative juice out of there um I think that really lines up and it's interesting as well because it is it can be such a, a physical feeling along with your energy you can definitely tell when you're lacking in creativity or motivation or whatever it would be um so what is it that you tend to really focus on when it comes to keeping your cup full and, you know, making sure you continue to be creative and, and have those juices flowing? Yeah. So throughout my journey of growing the Creative Babes Club, even as a creative student, I did textiles and surface design as a degree. The inner critic voice, the comparison, the burnouts, the confusion, the lack of clarity and knowing what I wanted to do who I wanted to be, not to sound melodramatic, but it's a real thing. Um, and I know that the thing that I, ironically, and it goes back to the creativity dilemma I spoke about, is that as my business grew and grew, I became less creative in my creative business. 
And this is something I know so many business owners, creatives will relate to. Um, so it's the cup filling moments that I've learned and tried. And sometimes like things don't work in the same way, but I do cup filling activities, the things that I know I can go to, whether it be 10 minutes, 15 minutes in your afternoon, have a day off in the week, or spend your weekend having a weekend. I know it's easy to, to let the work drip into the weekend as a business owner as well. But for me, and it doesn't even have to be getting your arts and crafts box out. Like for me, really big cup for the moments is seeing my best friends for a coffee, having a phone call with someone I've not spoke to in forever. I love going thrift shopping, going in charity shops, car boot sales, having a mooch um, and just getting outside. But also I know that I can create just because. And for me, a big thing is collaging and creating vision boards, which can it can be a great focus to visualize your dreams and goals for your business, but it's also that creative therapy and the mindfulness aspect. So yeah, what I always say about um, two creatives, Rav, if you're thinking about exploring, filling up your creative cup, there's no rules, give anything a go, see what works, see what makes you feel good. And if one day something doesn't work for you, you can switch it up, try something else. But I just know that Energy is everything as a creative, as a creative business owner, especially when our energy is sourcing, fueling everything in our business and our creative energy, our lack of creative energy flows into your brand identity, being able to communicate it, to attract your dream people, clients, customers, to create authentic, really aligned vibey passionate connections money making marketing your business but the massive one that I've noticed is my mindset mental health and creative well-being if I don't honor my creativity and energy and have those moments it can be bedlam a nightmare <laughs> so that's yeah. something I've learned over the past few years for sure yeah, absolutely. Oh my God, so much good stuff there to to dig into. <laughs> but I think um, the first thing that popped into my head is that for most of us, especially if we have a creative business, so particularly designers, you know, in this format, but just in general, creative business owners, generally our business comes from having some sort of creative hobby or just being naturally creative that we love to do and so you know you start to do it in your spare time and that's something that helps you feel really creative and inspired and then as soon as it becomes a job there's so much more that comes into the mix like marketing or admin or um emails you know whatever it is that maybe doesn't feel like it's sort of your natural place to be and I think that shift from things some something being a hobby to them being your work and something you have to do can automatically start to drain the creativity and the inspiration from it and I think it was a probably a big lesson that I had to learn in my business that actually you need to feel inspired by your own business to enjoy it and to keep it going as well like there's no point in going from an office job you hate to a business that you hate you know you really want to preserve those feelings um so another thing that, so I love what you've said about not necessarily having to do a creative thing to f fill your creative cup outside of work, because I think we sometimes feel the pressure to, oh, well, I love being creative, so I'll 
learn to crochet or you know do something (laughs) creative but you're right like for me I love going for a sort of like daily walk or you know going out with my my son or with my family and that in itself is something that can really help preserve those feelings as well yeah I think if you think say if you're very screen heavy and you're on your laptop or your phone a lot for your less creative more like mechanical side of running a business just as your laptop runs out of juice and you need to pop it on charge at the end of the day or whenever you're the exact same as the creative and the designer the business owner so I think I think that I think even acknowledging or being able to observe the fact that your energy your creativity might be a bit off we're we're all human we have low energy those days those weeks sometimes months but it's having the toolkit so that you know first of all you can acknowledge the fact that you're not at your full your cup's not at its full potential Um, and then you can do something about it try and like I say we're only human so I think yeah if you're I think you just got to see what Notice what makes you feel good, what re-energizes you, what's your way of putting yourself on charge at the end of the day, at the end of the week, and just really celebrating your creativity and honoring that you are human. The wobbles can come in, you can feel low energy, but it doesn't have to be that way. And we can have fun and exploring what would fill up our creative cup outside of the creative tasks because I know that especially if your passion what you so if you're a designer you've started your design business because you love to design you love the creative process and then once you've done a full day full week of designing the last thing you might feel like doing is designing or doing yeah, absolutely <laughs> so that um like that type of thing so yeah I think it's just celebrating the small in-between moments, I feel. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think as well, taking some of that um, into your own workload as well. And, you know, not, I guess, like trying not to force too many things into your business, um, you well, into business particularly. I think we're like told that there are so many things that we should be doing and have to add into our workload. And most of it is actually very optional. And it's just a case of finding the things that can help you stay creative um, and help you love what you do whilst also serving your business as well. Would you say that that's also an important place? Yeah, I think boundaries play a massive part of life business creativity and it when you don't have those boundaries in place or you feel as though they're slipping it can be a real downward spiral into the creative blocks the burnouts and even just not feeling your most creative authentic self in your day-to-day and that for sure can trickle into your business and all that um it's important to say as well that these cup filling moments thinking about your energy levels it's all a habit to learn it's not like I jump out of bed and I'm the perfect person who can like oh what am I doing today to fill my creative cup it's not that simple but it can be really fun and yeah I think giving yourself kindness and giving yourself space time to create or do the things that um can make you feel good even if it's in 
no to people who aren't your dream people, dream clients, or if something's not a 100% yes and your gut, your whatever sense is telling you, like that's not aligned with where I am today, that's okay. It's just giving yourself permission, I think, a lot of the time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Giving yourself permission is such a huge part of business in general and I guess just like doing things your own way like it's it's so easy to follow the crowd or it's so easy to you mentioned comparison earlier on and like see oh that person's doing this and even if it's someone you like really admire or you love the business that they've built and you love who they are as a creative or a designer that doesn't necessarily mean that that's the thing that you should be doing um and I think if you can really own sticking to your like your true self and sticking to your own boundaries in your business it really is a key to being able to maybe like preserve your energy and preserve your creativity moving forward as well because I think those moments when you're taking the action that isn't as aligned and you're doing things that feel a bit less um I guess like of a good fit for yourself that's when you can drain that cup so much quicker yeah I know that I've been guilty of in the past being so focused especially coming out of uni and being a a graduate seeing my um, classmates do various different things looking at different businesses designers so back I graduated back in 2017 and at this point I was feeling right I've got a surface pattern degree what am I going to do with it and I was looking at businesses around me creative businesses small businesses big retailers and I had such a comparison it was just it was all consuming people creatives at different in different life stages than me different circumstances and if you if you get sucked into that and zone in so much on other people you can fall out of alignment with your true creative self and what your passion and purpose is and what why you are creating in the first place can become really clouded and I know that it's so easy to follow old dreams or lose sight of the big picture or even just the day-to-day drive and creative flow that's that's in you like it can really block your creative juices and things can become less creative and much more overwhelming really quick yeah that's so true and I think as well like if you're um if you're a bit less practiced in having those habits and also being able to notice when you're you know like veering into knocking everything out of your cup and and ending up with an empty cup you know because it is like very small increments a lot of the time you know it is the odd comparison or it's the odd bit of negative feedback or something that you find difficult or having to do your tax return for example mm-hmm. um these little things can really build up and if you can't notice them happening if you can't tell that that's something that's knocking you down bit by bit I think that's when you end up in that like burnout or the more um I guess the more like serious difficult situations yeah I think the sooner you notice the burnouts the low vibe icky feelings um the quicker you can do something about it and prevent it becoming a bigger thing or um I'm, how do I say this like 
you can prevent having costly mistakes in your business or even just I think the biggest like cost of all is your energy because it it just trickles into everything in your life relationships and business connections money making like I mentioned earlier and I just feel that yeah it's a lot (laughs) it's a lot for sure yeah it's a lot I think is just a general like business thing that we need to keep in mind (laughs) like it's a lot um (laughs) but yeah you're right like I've spoken a little bit about the difference between uh, like big picture thinking versus small picture thinking and I think in maybe in your terms it's more similar to like aligned versus unaligned actions and doing little things that can get you further and further away from the bigger goal or I guess like being energetically what would you say energetically aligned and creative like all those small things that make you feel icky and pull you away from where you want to be they really do add up and get you further and further away from that point absolutely and I've noticed as well that when I am feeling creative in my creative flow like super aligned and so confident and have so much clarity on who I am what my creative talent is what value what impact am I bringing to my dream people what is the purpose the passion behind my business or just like in life in general I I don't notice the inner critic I don't notice and internal chatter external noise that's not welcome and all of these more icky feels the wobbles like we've been talking about they I can't say that they don't come up at all because again we're human but I don't notice them or if they do come up I can really push them up really quickly and um yeah and I think as well like when I'm I feel that way like I can relate so much like your relationships flourish you know your um just like your day-to-day life like I feel more motivated to go for the things that I want to do not just in business but in life itself and I think that confidence really comes from taking ownership and like you said giving yourself permission to be the person that you want to be and do the things that you want to be doing and I think it's such a powerful thing that we we maybe think that other people can do but we can't the number of times that I've spoken to people who think okay yeah but you know that person's really confident and that person's really happy and they're doing these things but I can't do that and sometimes all it takes is just letting yourself do it and you know owning that that's something that you can do as well yeah another thing that I noticed is synchronicities when I'm feeling aligned creative and flow that's when you'll notice your dream people are reaching out to you you're attracting them that's when you'll think of collaborating with someone and they'll be in your dms it's really exciting and really interesting to see again it's all about energy like people pick up on your confidence your messaging your alignment in what you're doing and the right people will see you hear you and they'll connect that creative to creative authenticity yeah a hundred percent I love that um so we we've spoken a little bit there about the things that you can do to um I guess like refill your cup once you are maybe feeling a bit more depleted or a bit burnt out um what would you say about 
actually like preserving what's already there. So if you feel like you're in a really good place or, you know, you're in a bit of a flow with being able to do these activities that keep your cup full, how would you say you then preserve that energy? Would you say it's mostly boundaries and and stick into to those things? Yeah, a hundred percent. And it's also really easy when you're feeling great, creative, inspired to feel like you don't need to do the cup filling moments and activities and not see your friends or not go for the walk or not move your body. And then that's when, whether it be a really fast impact or whether it's like day by day, moment by moment, you'll find yourself draining the cup like a colander, (laughs) like with every missed opportunity or acting in a way that it doesn't resonate with you and where you're at it's like punching holes into the cup and then it'll leak and then you won't necessarily notice because it's not being knocked but oh I love a cup analogy oh my god I love a cup (laughs) I mean I love all analogies people who follow along with like my newsletters and stuff will know that I'm obsessed (laughs) with an analogy um but I mean it fits so well though like there's so many ways that you can look at this as um and I, I think it's also really helpful to think of like a physical analogy and, and thinking about energy as something that isn't necessarily like you've mentioned the word woo a few times. And like, I know that's something you say it doesn't have to be woo. It is just something that we have and our energy in general, even if you just think of it as being high or low energy at certain times, that's something we can relate to. But maybe creative energy, we need a bit more of an analogy to to realize that it is something that's so important. Um, but you're so right. I think that the leak inside of it can create a real up and down with both our like our mood and the way we feel, but also with our business as well. And it can really get us to the point where you're at a real high and you feel really confident, but then you don't keep up with those things that got you to that place. And then you see a dip and then you've got to go back to basics and start filling up again. So you get back to the top. And that is so difficult to have those real up and downs of your mood. And it kind of feels at that point, like it's your business that creates that roller coaster effect. Yeah, and there can be a tendency to want to avoid the thing that's making you feel low energy, even if it isn't your business. I think that it's all about feeling inspired and excited about what we're doing. And when we lose that, that reason, that why for us, the why for the people we want to help and bring our service and value and impact, and when we when we forget about that, it can become really a foggy place. <laughs> um, so I think, again, it all comes down to boundaries and knowing that by doing these things, I can feel energized. And if I'm not having, it's also honoring the low energy moments as well, I feel. So like, if you feel like you can't do what you committed to, if you're having a a particularly low energy, low creativity day. Can you reschedule? Can you do something different to try and find inspiration? It can be so easy to get in the same routine, the same rut day to day and week to week. It can be really small changes like, can you go and work in a different room today or go to a coffee shop? Or is there a creative friend that you can co-work with? And I think switching things up is equally as important to doing the things you know works for you. 
because it can become really mundane and I suppose like anything things lose their novelty over time so I think again it's observing how am I feeling what can I try and do today to raise my energy raise my vibe raise my creative creativity and just have fun with it I suppose yeah definitely and it's another thing we kind of have to give ourselves permission to do I think because a lot of the time it feels almost impossible to just step away if you're not feeling up to doing a certain task or ticking things off your to-do list um but I think that there's always ways that you can if if you are a person who struggles to let yourself rest which I think a lot of us do or you know just step back if you're not feeling motivated it's maybe about trying to think of what tasks you can do that are a bit lower or require less energy and require less of your attention and <laughs> and you know the things that you can't offer um and if it does feel like you have to do something to have a like air quotes successful day then what can that look like in like the lowest energy form like is there something really quick that you can do just to feel that that's enough and then let yourself rest or let yourself go and meet a friend or whatever that looks like um I know that's something that I can be really guilty of is letting myself get even further into a slump if I don't do anything um even like doing one email can sometimes make me think okay I've done something now I can go and have a little nap or whatever that is um so yeah finding those things that help you feel fulfilled as well yeah I think more often that more often than not we dream of this creative flexible lifestyle for ourselves and when we achieve that or start to live that life it can be really easy to let the stereotypical nine to five chatter come in oh I need to be at my desk at nine I need to be clocking off at five and this it's almost like the toxic negative traits that we may have experienced in previous jobs with previous um, um bosses employees it can it can take an impact and almost influence the way we treat ourselves which is not what we're here for <laughs> we're here to be creative and to it ultimately comes down to working in and on your business in a way that best serves you your priorities your energy your boundaries and really I think and this is something I've struggled with um more so a few years ago and being in the lockdown time was particularly strange for business owners and I think it's okay to say that you've not quite hacked or got the secret code to being your own boss because it is a roller coaster it's ups downs ebbs flaws and I think yeah we have to be kind to ourselves because again it's a lot yeah and just like embracing change and embracing um embracing the flexibility and the flow of what your business can offer you because I think sometimes you also have like this idea of what the perfect business or the perfect working week or you know whatever that is would look like for you and then you work really hard to get to that point and it it doesn't work and I know a lot of people at that stage would kind of feel forced to stay in in that position and I think it's actually about being really mindful of 
what is it that you really want and what is it that you really thrive on and building more of that into your um into your work and not feeling like you have to reach this goal and stay there forever because that's not necessarily for everyone and it's not I I always feel like every single person is going to have a very different version of what their dream life or dream business looks like yeah and it can change day to day like with life's changes our priorities shift and I think again being reflective and knowing embracing the evolution of ourselves as creatives business owners and not one person stays the same so why would we expect our business especially as a one-person team it's so personal it's our passion it's our our whole energy and experiences up till this day has probably influenced our business or how we work in it in some way so why would we not expect our business and our boundaries and all of these aspects we're talking about to shift or they might just be different for one day one week it's just really leaning into the possibility of it's it's truly really stepping into being in charge of your own might sound cheesy like destiny because <laughs> you're the boss you're in charge and this is this is your dream and you can do it however best suits you and only you know and it it might take some work to explore this like only you know what lights you up and gives you that burst of creativity that burst of energy and if you're not enjoying what you're doing in your business like if you dread (laughs) opening your laptop or talking on social media to your audience maybe it's something that you need to take a look at and see is there some changes to be made here big or small yeah and exactly what you said before it's it's like you have to practice being reflective over these things and recognizing when something doesn't necessarily work I think um what you said before about having like almost leftover feelings from previous situations so whether it's things that your old boss put in place for you or just like traditionally accepted ways of working like a nine-to-five it's almost about thinking you were in that position because it benefited the person who made that for you. So your boss or teachers or whatever it was previously. And you're now in a position where you can prioritize yourself and you can choose what that looks like for you because getting the benefit is then helping you build the business that you want to run at the end of the day. Exactly. Yeah. I've seen you talk about um, your design superpower and really celebrating that and sharing that and using that to your fullest like potential. And I relate to that a lot because for a while there, becoming a business owner, I had a lot of, like you said just now, previous thoughts of other people, different opinions, or even my assumptions of previous people in my life's opinions for people at my university degree, people at school, because I grew up really shy and quiet. I'm still quite a, I can be bubbly and energetic with my people, but I'm also an introvert. I love yeah, very similar. Yeah. And I think for a while, especially with being so visible, like marketing your business, you've got to be, and it can feel really daunting and vulnerable at first, being so open about your passion. 
um, and your experience. And I got a lot of inner critic voice of, oh, but you're the shy girl and people will be looking at you. So-and-so from school will think, oh, she's so fake because she's shy. Why has she been so confident? And all, like all of this nonsensical inner critic chat. And now I am just so over that and I'm ready to reclaim my too muchness, my, whether that be shyness, not so much now, now it's more so sensitivity, my empathy, which can, and still as a 27 year old can be used as like a weapon, like a negative thing to say like, oh, you're so sensitive. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I know. It's my creativity, authenticity, it's my being. So I think we need to really embrace what makes us us. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Um, I mean, I think that is a really nice note to wrap up on. I think that's a really nice sentiment to leave with. And I hope that people listening do take that on board and really appreciate the fact that if you are listening, there is the thing that you are amazing at. And it's about making space for that and allowing that to shine and not feeling like you have to hold back because people do things a different way or you know it's not something that you've seen before or it's not what people expect from you even um I really love that so thank you so much for sharing that with us thank you I think sharing your thing is just the most exciting thing so I hope anyone watching can feel inspired to yeah share their thing with the world and be creative and energetic and authentically you amazing oh thanks so much Alice and can you let us know where we can find you if you want to follow along more yes so I'm at creative babes club on Instagram and you can also find me at creativebabesclub.co.uk I have a monthly membership the doors are closed at the moment but you can sign up to my waitlist to find out when they reopen in spring And I also do one-to-one creative energy mentoring. And this is for you if you feel like you need to re-energize your creativity and your energy in 2023 and beyond. And yeah, I would love, love, love to chat with you. I've got discovery calls available. So let's chat and get ready to re-energize your creative business. Amazing. And I'll put all of that information in the show notes as well so people can just click along. Um, But yeah, Alice, it's been so lovely chatting with you. I think we have such a similar mindset on all of these things. So um, I really hope we can chat again in the future. 100%. I'd love to.